Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I am your host, LaShondra Graves, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. So, whew, a lot of people got some money in their bank accounts. Well, you know I'm the housing lady. Well, the apartment lady, and it's all, I'm all about housing. So I'm going to talk about what's going on um, as far as this money that was just given out and you know, the housing industry, because we're still trying to figure out what's going on with these eviction moratoriums. Now, I know last week, and if you didn't hear last week's show, I need you to rewind and um, kind of listen to last week's show, because we we really went down um, the list for every state, and we said if there was an eviction moratorium, or if there was um, a utility moratorium and we listed every single state. And so you need to listen to last week's show. So you'll see what was going on in your state. And not only did we list it, um, we also provided the link in the description of last week's show. Okay. So let's talk about these stimulus checks, right? So we were, uh, people got, you know, a lot of money, okay? A lot of money based off what was there the last time. So this time, single people got the $1,400, but people with dependents and children, right, got an extra $1,400 for their dependents. So literally, a family of four got a, a $5,600, Mm, a family of five received $7,000. Okay. That's a lot of money. It's so much money um, at one time for people, especially making minimum wage or in the impoverished neighborhoods and things like that, um, for a one-time payment that people like seeing uh, BC, they... They have an advisor, um, a family wealth advisor, telling people what to do with that money. Well, for me, as the apartment lady, you already know what I'm going to tell you to do with that money. Yeah, I wish I had someone on the show, you know. But you know, I can ask this question, and you guys could kind of, like, answer it if you want to, you know, actively be an active listener. How about that? Um, what do you think I want you to do with your money? Okay, you're probably right. Um, I would love to see <laughs> the answers or I would love to read the answers or hear the answers once this show has aired. But let's see what uh, the wealth advisor, the family wealth advisor um, uh, on CNBC said. What did they say you should do with your money? So, let me just scroll down. They said, here are some of your tips um, of things that you should do with your money. Oh, gosh. You guys, give me a second. Fine. Okay, so then they had one category, ought to category. This is where you should spend... um, This is is where... uh, you should spend. Wait, this is confusing. I have to do this again. Wait, where you 
I mean, where should you spend? Okay, see, it was a question, you guys. Sorry. I'm reading. I'm trying to read this stuff because I'm like super shocked because you guys already know what I'm going to say you're going to do with your money. But that's, we're we just going to see what the S experts are saying. I'm the, I'm the apartment lady, so I'm the housing ex- expert. Let's see what they're talking about. Um, where should you spend any extra cash right now? To set yourself up for financial success. That's a question mark. If you carry a balance on your credit card, that debt that is expensive due to double-digit interest rates. Okay, so a credit card has double-digit interest rates. Um, Perhaps you feel that it's something you should pay off. It's not fun, but the peace of mind will uh, will bring... Let's see. But the peace of mind it will bring... By getting out of debt is something that will benefit you every month. Okay, that's what they're saying you should do. And then there's the fun category. What would be fun to spend it on? A direct, um, direct a portion of your stimulus money towards something fun for the family to do. Okay, you know, that's a that's a good thing. And they go on or whatever about that. Uh, there's this uh, category where you could be a blessing. With the past year being a financial... Um, burden one for many families you may want to think about designating a portion of their fifty six hundred dollar stimulus cash to give back so if you guys anybody out there that read that cnbc.com story and you want and you want to you know follow what they say what you know they're t- telling you what you should do with the stimulus check and you want to be a blessing number 3 you could be a blessing by donating to apartment housing rentals foundation apartment housing rentals foundation go to www.theapartmentlady.org www.theapartmentlady.org and just scroll down and you could donate to any one of those funds. Our rental assistance fund is always there. Uh, we have fun. We have so many funds. So, I mean, if you want to do that, you can be a blessing there. Okay. I'm just saying, you guys, I mean, hey, if I could have just put Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation in this story, you, you best believe I would have. Uh, the donations is how we actually help people. Okay. Um... Okay, so so they only had three things there, right? And it was interesting, you guys. I mean, I just wanted to see what they were saying. There were so many other stories trying to tell people what to do with their money and this and another. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but tell people the real thing, okay? So now, I'm getting ready to tell you the truth. (sighs) You guys need to start getting on a payment plan. For um, for your rental arrears, right? And I'm just gonna keep it real, uh, okay? People are. It's like Christmas right now. People are like, oh, it's like Christmas. You're spending this money, this, that, another. You have money that you know. Some of these people, um, they only make about fifteen thousand dollars a year, and so if they you have five children and you're getting uh, seven thousand dollars as a stimulus check, that's that is a half a year of wages at one time. And then we have the income tax coming out. And then we also have the extended um, unemployment benefits, okay? So this is that's a lot of money coming out at one time. And I know the government wants to spur, you know, the economy, 
So you guys are going to go out there and you're going to spend money. But let me tell you something. Spending your money on clothes, shoes, hair, hair done, uh, nails done, everything done, um, your kids, clothes, shoes, hair. Let me tell you something, you guys. Getting put out with all that stuff is not going to make any sense. Okay? I don't want you guys to get put out with all your stuff. Now, here's the tricky part about it. They know how much money you got. They know how much money. Everyone knows how much money you got. Your landlord knows how much money you receive. So your landlord is expecting you to do something. They're expecting you to pay some type of rent because the landlords are hurting. And if you didn't know, and if you didn't understand, there's a whole bunch of landlords that are hurting. All landlords aren't multi-property owners. And there are some that may own 10, 10 units, right? But they're paying mortgages on all of those units, okay? They're paying mortgages. They're paying insurance premium. They're paying property taxes. They're paying, and the garbage wouldn't get empty if the landlords were not paying, you know, the street sanitation, okay? So you guys have to understand, everybody know how much you got. If you got three, if you got two children, everybody know you got $2,800, if you have three children, everybody know how much you got. I'm not going to do the math right now. Okay. But if you got four children, I just saw that $5,600. And if you got seven children, um, if you got uh, five children, then everybody know you got 7,000. So everyone knows how much you got. This is a setup. Okay. If you do not, if you don't start paying something on your rent, you're going to be the first to get evicted. And I'm trying to tell you, uh, I'm telling you guys what I know. I've been in these meetings. I've been reading everything that I can consume about this situation. And I'm telling you what I know, because this is an information technology era. We're in the information technology era and every system is speaking to each other. So they know how much you got. So when they say, um, with this, uh, 35 billion, cause it did end up being about 35 billion for rental assistance. And I thought about that too, but you know what? I'm going to, I don't want to digress. I don't want to digress. It is, it ended up being about 35 billion and rental mortgage, you know, homeowners assistance or whatever. Right. But the rules that they put down the States, I mean, even the States, they have their own rules. They're like, look, you have to prove. You have to prove that you couldn't pay your rent. So here you're getting, um, for some people, a half a year salary at one time. Plus, you they got all they gave you all of these tax credits. Okay, they gave you all of these tax credits when it comes time to filing taxes. And and I heard something about an extra three hundred dollars per. I don't know. I didn't see that. I've been looking for it. I didn't see it. But you guys, that's, there's a lot of money circulating. This is a lot of money circulating right now. And they're going to expect you to not be one of the ones that is threatening to be evicted. Okay. Now, uh, you know, with me trying to stay up with everything that's going on in the housing market and with these rentals and, and evictions and so forth and, and the foreclosures, I'm like, okay, since we've already been doing eviction prevention, 
for about what seven years i said okay what can we do to uh be prepared for you know this upcoming onslaught of evictions because it's going to happen do you guys see that there was nothing in that cares act about eviction moratoriums and evictions are happening right now in other states. We read the list of states that had an eviction moratorium in place or states that was dealing with or or um actually what's the word I want to use you guys cuz like I'm I when I get heated up like this, oh my gosh, my I get a brain freeze. What's the word I want to use the states that are uh, following the federal moratorium, that's what it is. The states that are following the federal moratorium, we read that list. That list is available um, on the last episode. There's a link on the last episode. That list is available on Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation Facebook page, LinkedIn page, um, Instagram page. That list is available everywhere in all of our groups. We got over 50 something groups, apartment housing rentals foundations, uh, Alabama apartment housing rentals foundation, California. It's in all the groups. Okay. Look, you guys, it's time to pay something on the rent. So it's that time. I want to take a little break, but I'll be right back. I won't be no more than about two, three minutes. Thank you. I am back. So let's keep this party moving and dive right into this information. Okay, so Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we partner with um, Smart Property Systems. Um, that is an online uh, property management uh, program. We partner with them so that we can offer an enhanced version of our eviction prevention program. And what I mean by enhanced version, I mean so that we can keep up with the payment arrangements and make sure that your payments are being counted for. Now, let me tell you, not only do you have to start paying something on your rent, something get into a payment arrangement, but you got to make sure that that payment is counted. I don't want you to be one of those people. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard a story, you know, about someone who paid the landlord some money and that landlord act like they didn't pay that money. And so, um, and we're still waiting on the young lady to come to us so that we can help her with this situation. But I don't want you to be in that type of situation. Okay. Here's the deal. You need some online, you need an online system, an online management system to record everything that you're paying. You don't want to sit up there and give a landlord half of your stimulus check or a, a, a significant portion of your stimulus check right? Or, or your tax money and the landlord still putting eviction on you because you still owe money. You don't want to be that person. So this is what we did to enhance our eviction prevention program. So the objective of our eviction prevention program is to bring the tenant and the landlord together with an assistance of a qualified 
mediator or an eviction prevention specialist. You know that we're full of eviction prevention specialists. We've been doing this for over seven years. Okay. So we're going to enroll the, both the landlord and the tenant on the online property management system. And this way we can explore, um, we can see what the rent, what rent is owed and then try to explore a situation that's feasible for both the landlord and the prop and, and the tenant. We're going to protect you. You need that paperwork. You need, you need a paper trail for any type of money that you're going to give any type of landlord. You need that. You can't sit up and put all of that in that landlord's hand and, and say, they're going to be the ones to protect you. That's not going to happen. Okay. You need protection and we can protect you. So our eviction prevention program. So here, here it is. We're still talking about what the objective is for apartment and housing rentals foundation eviction prevention program. And we call it EPP. Um, evictions are expensive and time consuming. So we don't want the landlord to put an eviction on you because if we have to move you, you know, a permanent housing rentals foundation is the king of second chance rentals. So if we can't come to an agreement with the landlord and yourself, then we'll move you. We'll put you into a second chance rental and the landlord, he'll be happy or she'll be happy because she finally, he or she finally got their property back. Right. We don't want the tenant to get another eviction on their name or on the court record. This would make it hard for the tenant to rent again. So who, which one of you can get into our eviction prevention program? Who can get into the eviction prevention program? Any member of a permanent housing rentals foundation is eligible to get into the EPP, EPP, eviction prevention program. Here is what you'll need to get your payment arrangement started. <coughs> oh my gosh, you need, I need to get a drink of water, you guys. Mm. Let me tell you, your throat really do get dry when you're speaking for a long time. And by me being a professor, let me tell you, it's a lecture for four to two to four hours. And I didn't ever, I didn't, I can't remember if I was um, drinking water like that, but however, so this is what you'll need to get the payment arrangement started. You'll need a source of income. You already, you know what? Your, your stimulus check, your unemployment, whatever you have as income will work towards getting you on that payment arrangement. Okay. Um, and you must agree to use the online system Well, you, you, you're going to use the online system because you want your payments counted for. You don't want no one to say that you made a payment and it didn't go through. So that online system is going to make sure that your payments went through. Okay. So that means who can get into the eviction prevention program? Any member of apartment housing rentals foundation is eligible to get into the eviction prevention program. Bam. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's do another question. What is the down payment for the payment arrangement arrangement for the down payment? Um, what is the down payment, um, for the payment arrangement? Well, <clears throat> If you have a significant amount of money at, at, in the front end, um, the down payment will be based off your current income and savings. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh, 
you went without no money for a long time. Some of you, some of you were was getting uh, unemployment or PUA, PUA, whatever. But for those uh, families that were not getting anything, you went without that money, and so you're you were in lack of a whole bunch of stuff. By the time you got, you know, these enhanced uh, stimulus payments, right? So nobody, I don't want you to put yourself in the same situation you were before you even got the payment. No. So we're not going to try. We're going to see, we're going to sit down with you. We're going to see what you have or what you have to spend it on. And we want to make sure that you have a nest egg saved up so that if anything happens, you know, you're not stuck. Okay. So you're not going to be putting down a whole bunch for, for the beginning, um, in the beginning of your payment arrangement. What will happen if you can't make, um, let's see, what's this? What will happen if you can't pay your rent or the payment arrangement or can rent? Okay. Here it is. Here's a good one. Can rental assistance. I'll go back to that question too, but this is really good because I need you to know this. Can rental assistance count towards your payment arrangement? Yes, if you get rental assistance from another organization, we can speak with your landlord about applying a portion to the arrears and possibly lowering your payment arrangement. So yes, if you get lucky, you know, with whatever state you're in and you get lucky to get whatever uh, that rental assistance is, if it's 5,000, 2,000, whatever, yeah, that rental assistance, we're going to make sure that that rental assistance count towards your payment arrangement and could possibly lower your payment arrangement. Okay. Um, what is, what would happen if you can't pay the payment arrangement amount, if you can't pay the payment arrangement amount, but you can't pay your rent. If there comes a time when you can't pay the payment arrangement amount, but you can't pay your rent. There are some things that we have in place for you to do. I mean, the payment arrangement will be like a forbearance. It'll go to the back. Okay. You pay your, you pay your rent. And then over time, you know, you start knocking off your payment arrangements. You guys don't understand your payment arrangements could be 24 months, 12 months, 36 months, 48 months. Okay. Cause nobody's trying to get you to a point where you can't pay your regular rent or where you're going to be paying so much in back rent that you, your your quality of life you know, is pretty much destroyed. Now you're just working to pay off this payment arrangement. That's not what it is, but we don't want you to get evicted. I don't want you to get evicted. No one in the apartment and housing rentals foundation don't want you to get evicted. Want, wants you to get evicted. No one in smart property systems wants you to get evicted, right? We just want to rectify the situation. And the only way that we can properly, properly rectify that situation is if you, when you get into apartment and housing rentals foundation, EPP, that is eviction prevention program, apartment and housing rentals foundation, EPP eviction prevention program. So what do you got to do? What, what's the first step to get into that program It's very simple. Go to www.the a P A R T M E N T L A D Y dot org, www dot the apartment lady dot org, www dot the apartment lady dot org, www dot the apartment lady dot org. If you are a landlord and you want to tell your, your, um, 
your tenants about the eviction prevention program on our website right at the top is where the landlords could sign up and get a consultation and talk to one of our eviction prevention specialists if you are a member of apartment and housing rentals foundation and you want to get into the eviction prevention program scroll down just a little bit further go to that website www.theapartmentlady.org www.theapartmentlady.org and scroll down to where it says become a member become a member one application is going to ask you do you are you trying to get into the eviction prevention program the second chance rental program or the affordable housing home buying program either way become a member and there it is okay so that's it i'm done you know um all of this information is going to be available on our website once you become a member and you click that you want to be in the um, eviction prevention program we're going to get with you if it's on if it's on a, a friday we will get with you on the monday if it uh so that's um 48 hours if it's on a uh 48 to 72 hours However, I don't want to confuse everyone. We'll get to you between um, 24 to 48 hours. How about that? We'll get to you. You fill out your application. We'll get to you um, in between 20, uh, 24 to 48 hours. All right. This is me. I am the apartment lady. And thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. This episode is called get into a payment plan. You got to get into a payment plan and what better payment plan to get into is through in, um, than apartment and housing rentals foundation. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, I got to say this. I got to say this. Oh my gosh, this, this episode lasted long. Okay. Look, you guys, um, on March 30th, we're going to be, um, doing an orientation or taking, uh, applications or taking members in for our workforce development. See, I didn't leave y'all out. We will never leave our members out. We will never, we will never leave you out. Okay. Um, we're always thinking, uh, forward. We're always thinking forward. We're always trying to be ahead of the problem so that we can come up with solutions to the problem. Look, you guys, um, our workforce development program has started. I've already been some of our members that have signed up for the eviction prevention program, um, in different states. I don't care what state they're in. I've already started enrolling them into the workforce development program, our brand new workforce development program. Okay. All right. I'm out of here. This is Shonja Grace. Thank you for listening to it's time for affordable housing until next week. Thank you.